it's often said that horses, when they are working correctly and when they are just being the best version of themselves, is true poetry in motion. And I believe this, and I also believe that this week's topic is really one of those things that, wow, you stand, you will actually stop what you're doing to look if a rider and a horse are performing this correctly and, and properly. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the half pass. But unfortunately, what often happens is instead of getting that lovely flow across the arena, kind of end up shuffling from A to B. And we're more shoving our horse across the arena than following and dancing with our horse across the arena. So guys, this week we are going to be diving into the half pass. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides here at Strides for Success where we create audio horse riding lessons for you to download and listen to from the back of your horse uh, as you're riding along. What we do every week, we take a topic. This week, as I mentioned, is half pass and we just get down and more into detail about it so as you can then understand in your head why you're asking the different things you're asking in order to achieve that. And I think by breaking it down and simplifying it, makes it a lot easier for you to understand and for you to coordinate your movements but not only that for you to convey that across to your horse as well um, i would love if you could pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar we're having a free live training it's actually coming up next week i am quite excited about it and i would love if you could join us there so as i say stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar so guys let us get on with today and with the half pass so why do we ride half pass well half pass first of all it's a fairly higher level movement it is you're not going to get on a baby or a green horse and just suddenly begin to ask for half pass and it's also a movement that i think there's quite a bit of work leading up to it and leading up in the preparation for it but basically what it is is that your horse is going to be bending around your inside leg and traveling in the direction he is bent okay it's generally diagonally across the arena but what's key here is that most other lateral movement your horse is traveling away from the direction he is flexed or bent however with the half pass he is going towards that direction okay now what it does is it's going to increase your horse's suppleness increase the engagement from the back end increase his agility and his flexibility and that is why the half pass is generally the very very final uh, movement lateral movement that will be taught to your horse so you would kind of build up you'd start with your leg yielding then maybe some tro- shoulder in and then your haunches in and eventually then leading up to the half pass now you can do half pass and either walk trot or canter Trot is generally where you'll see it most often being performed, um, and that natural suspension in the trot uh, helps to helps things along, gets those shoulders moving along for you. However, I would suggest when you start out, you actually begin a walk, and the reason is that things are always easier to do when you do them more in a slower way, okay? And then it's just that you can begin to get all your aids sorted out in your head, okay? So as I mentioned, it really, it it just looks beautiful. It, it really is one of those movements where I think the horse really shows off everything that the horse is, and it's it's fantastic to look at. But in order to do that, your horse does have to have a certain level of self-carriage, first of all. But then also he needs to be developed physically and mentally in order to do this. So I mentioned that the shoulders are nice and loose and that's what happens with the trot. And it's really important with the half pass and it's often something that's a 
little bit overlooked or forgotten about, the inside shoulder should actually be slightly leading the way. And what I mean by this is that wherever your final destination is, whether it be the center line or back to the track or the quarter line, it doesn't really matter. Um, and I will talk about that just now. You do have to have a plan. But wherever your final destination is, your horse's inside shoulder should reach that first before the rest of his body, okay? Um, it's really, really important. And I also mentioned that the half pass really increases this suppleness and engagement. And the reason it does that is because in order for your horse to become nice and light through his shoulders and be able to swing his shoulders across, his inside back leg needs to be coming under him to engage and to, well, first of all, hold a little bit more, carry a little bit more of the weight that's going on, but then also to keep that forward movement. And I mentioned at the very beginning that sometimes we get a shuffle. Well, the shuffle often happens when we lose forward movement. So as with all lateral work, it's really important that your horse, um, there's a continuous creation of energy and the impulsion is there all the way through as your horse is riding through the movement or performing the movement, okay? Now, the outside legs are going to pass over in front of the inside legs as he moves. And this is why at the beginning as well, we often, sometimes the big mistake we can make as riders is that we try to ride too tight an angle. I'm going to talk about that just now. So it's really important, though, as a rider that you understand the aids. And not only the aids, also the timing and the coordination of your aids. So the coordination, this is where a lot of people get a little bit confused in the half pass. And it can also lead to a few problems later if we're not correctly coordinating our aids, so we're working with our horses. So first of all, let's talk about the correct aids to get there. So you do want to shift your weight slightly onto your inside seat bone a little bit more, okay? So your inside seat bone is going to become a little bit more weighted. You are going to just ask for a flexion through the inside hand, okay? So it's, all you're doing is, it's like the indicator, you're saying a little bit of a flexion there. Your inside leg is what's going to create the bend. And I want to talk a little bit more about that later. This is where we often get confused as riders. Not confused, but the coordination may just go for a ball. But what you need to remember is that your inside leg is creating the bend. But not only that, your inside leg has to maintain that forward energy. So I said we're all the time having to be creating energy. So there's a consistent impulsion going through the movement. So your inside leg will be doing that. Your outside leg is going to be controlling the hind quarters. So they, you want them obviously bending around your inside leg. So your outside leg will take care of that. And then your inside hand is controlling, well, the direction you're going in. But then also it's maintaining all that rhythm, and energy, and tempo, and all that impulsion that you're creating and that your horse has as he rides through the movement. Your outside hand is then going to control all that and hold it all together, okay? So you want your shoulders basically positioned where your horse's shoulders are. So you would almost be slightly turned with your upper body in the direction of where you're going so again looking for that end point and this is why having a plan is really important okay as you're traveling um and then you of course want your seat and your hips as i said um more shaped towards your your horse's hindquarters okay now because your horse's inside back leg is coming under him a little bit more and again this does depend on the angle and i want to talk about that just now but um because it's coming under a bit more, he does need to be quite developed and quite strong before you can ask for this. So as I mentioned at the very beginning, you wouldn't ask a green or a baby horse or horse maybe that hasn't uh, so much training done to perform this movement, okay? It's something that you do need to build up when it's really, really strong and your horse needs to be strong enough in order to do this. And when you're starting out with um, the half pass, 
it, I would recommend only doing a few strides and of course planning it out, not just kind of randomly saying, oh, okay, I'll, I'll stop now. Having a plan all the time, but only asking for a few strides and then uh, moving along, then rather straightening your horse up or doing something else. And then again, a few strides of half pass again, just so as your horse can begin to build and develop himself more. And then as he gets stronger, you can then ask for longer periods of half pass in the movement or in your riding as you go along a lot of things can go wrong okay so sometimes we get a little bit well over ambitious and we might ask for too tight of an angle now what i mean by this is that when you're starting out initially i would actually suggest to you to maybe start so we said working across a diagonal but instead of working from maybe one the the whole long side of the diagonal so maybe from f to h or from k to m or wherever you're going rather think about lessening that angle okay and rather work from maybe f to c or k to c okay so now you're you're asking for a lot less of an angle for your horse to move across because often it's when we ask for too much of an angle things tend to get very sticky and well your horse just doesn't have the balance he doesn't have the development he's not able to hold that across the arena okay another common problem that often comes up is that as riders we tend to well our coordination isn't great and we tend to get a little bit carried away with our inside hand now we can do this in two ways first of all we can just be a little bit too hard on the inside hand or a little bit too heavy on the inside hand and what will happen is your horse's head and neck will end up being almost twisted around and all that's going to do is going to block that shoulder from being able to move across so we said that our shoulders are almost swinging across as we're going with our horse so if you're using too much inside hand you can often block that now another thing that can often happen is we tend to uh, move our inside hand goes on vacation to the outside hand space. So we bring it across the withers right the way to the outside hand. And you don't want to do that as well, okay? You want to rather try and keep, if you could think of your reins being parallel to each other, try and keep that all the time as you ride the movement that your reins continue to stay parallel. Now, you also might find that your horse might be more stiff or he might be, maybe he struggles a little bit on one side um, over the other. Now, this is often because the horse is stiff, but it can also be because the rider is crooked or stiff. And what you'll often find is that the rider gets a little bit carried away. Again, the coordination comes in, a little bit carried away with the outside leg. And in doing so, ends up shifting their weight to the outside seat bone. And of course, you're going to unbalance your horse as you're doing this, and he's going to find it very, very difficult then to move correctly through the movement, okay? So you want to make sure that you're not forcing your horse. Remember, it comes down to your horse being responsive and that you're working your horse through this responsiveness initially, okay? Now, the last thing I just want to talk about quickly is that your horse's head should remain nice and straight. Vertical is what I mean. And all I mean here is that he's not tilting his head one way or the other, and sometimes this again comes down to the inside hand and it's getting a little bit carried away with our inside hand. So just keep an eye on that as well. So I would suggest if you're going to start this that you begin and walk. Again, try not have too tight an angle. And then focus on when you're warming up before you start even um, that 
your horse is really really responsive to you so you can do some half holds some transitions i would also then suggest asking for some shoulder in or some haunches in in the warm-up just so as you can get your horse thinking about working laterally before you would then ask for the half pass across the arena okay and um, also again if your horse is really really struggling to do the actual diagonal you could go with as i said make, make it a less angle so maybe h to a or f to c or whatever the case is and then always have that point where you know you're going to end so maybe you're only you're going to work on that line maybe h to a or f to c but then only go for perhaps five meters before then riding up the quarter line and um, so you're not going to go right the way across you're just going to use that line and then riding up the quarter line so as i mentioned at the beginning all the lessons this week are about the half pass starting with tomorrow where we're going to be getting some clarity on your aids and also the lines and um, on wednesday we're talking about how to use other lateral movement to well to work up to doing a half pass or to ask you for a half pass and more specifically haunches in and then on thursday we're going to be actually riding a half pass and um, if you do want to join us, I would love for you to join us. And if you would like to join us, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join, where not only will you get all this week's lessons, you'll also have access to all the other lessons. And they do include watches in the shoulder and all those lovely other lateral movements that I did mention today. Uh, so as I say, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess forward slash join. I hope you have a really good week. And if you're a member, well, See you tomorrow. Bye.